Loving, loving Sairam, Sister Aruna Suvindran, welcome to the series Awake, Unite and Inspire. It is truly an honor, a privilege and a joy to have you as a guest on this evening's program. So Sister Aruna, can you share with us how did you first come into contact with Sri Satya Sai Baba? Sairam, brother. Um, I'm really honored to share that story. Um, my connection to Swami started when I was a girl, 14, 15 years old. We had a Swami's picture in our altar, but uh, my parents didn't tell who it is. But um, one uncle lived with us in the annex. He has visited Swami Pati. And when he um, shared his story about his experience in Pati, he has mentioned that um, he enjoyed different uh, vibration in Prashanti. And one every time, when they do Arati to Swami, he has seen a lot of snakes are moving in his head. That's how he described his experience. So I was touched by that because I am a small girl at the time and we were scared for the snakes and everything. Right? So um, that made, uh, that story inspired me. So I go to, the altar every time I look at Swami and I will say snake is running that that kind of imagination goes in my head and for some I like that every time talking to Swami and started to pray to him my parents are not devotees but they didn't but they didn't deny the divinity in Swami so they let me to pray to him but uh then one time that uncle said to me, you know, Thursdays are special for Swami. Then that's it. I started, I never fast for anything. Um, every time I cry for food, even one day morning, if they don't give me food, I, this is a special occasion, special day even, I will cry. No, 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 I want my food. But Thursday, when I came to know, I, I don't know, some reason I said to my mother, I'm, not, I'm going to fast from uh, fast on Thursdays. Then she said, okay. Then she let me to pray. And I started um, praying and fasting on Thursdays, special day. I take it as a special. Mm, on that day, I make another uh, like a extra pujas on that day. Like that, I started. Then, you know, we have a government exam in back home in Sri Lanka. I'm from Sri Lanka. So the grade 12 uh, is an exam will allow you to enter to the university. But only 5% of the people get entrance. So it's really you have to try so hard. So um, I was uh, really studying hard. But when the when they call for they when they are sending the admission i lost my entrance by one mark so i'm saying swami i tried so hard then 
there if you lose the entrance by one mark you you won't i have never seen people have called back for like a readmission but only few we heard about this there are few people have got it but i have never seen in my school or in our village or anybody i have known because they lost with one marks they have repeated their exams and like that only happens and when you are repeating also it you won't be sure that you will get the marks again right every exams is different so um then my mother was sad because i tried so hard then i'm telling my mother no swami is saying that i will get it then my mother has no belief on it because normally no one get it so so i'm telling repeatedly i say no no i will get it so schools are started a month later a person postman handed over a letter to my mother and she cannot read the english but she identified she like a guest that should be the letter for her entrance because she was keep on saying it. then i was with my auntie so she came and called me and said come here i think you you were saying something like this i think this letter should um, could be for your entrance so i said okay i opened it yes they was to come and join so from that day my mother uh, no seriously she started to believe swami because how he has given me the message and where there is no trust at all from anybody but um, because my belief and the things i was saying then from that day onwards she was became more devotee and and she asked me to and she always watch me out on thursday and anything i wanted to pray she will be supporting going for bhajan in the house there i don't have we didn't have centers but in the houses only the bhajan happens i will go and join like that swami very my mother sai connected her when i was in age of 14 around 15 yes before a big girl thanks sairam that was very very nice sharing a uh, sister runa and sister runa can you share with us the very first time that you laid eyes on the physical form of swami what was that feeling like i couldn't say anything to swami i want i had a lot of things in my mind but when i see swami just 3 feet away uh nothing came to my mind even to call swami so bright that's how i have seen swami and at that point of time i realized swami is everywhere because that brightness it's not in one form there's not one swami like that i felt very very nice sister aruna and can you share i know you've had many wonderful memorable moments and experiences with mother sai and each one of them is special in their own way but can you select and share two of your most memorable ones you've had with a mother sai 
Sairam brother, everything, every single thing, we, you know, when you connect with Swami, you experience it all the time. You know, there is um, every single thing in your life. But as you have mentioned, it's a memorable, which I will share like um, uh, connecting how Swami responds to the innocent and, and uh, sincere prayer. My son was, when he was 11 years old, we took him to beach. And um, all the time we go to beach because he plays with this uh, ring. I put it on to him, a gold ring. I said, you're not supposed to take it up. Okay, if you lose it, you won't find it because he wants to have it. That's the main reason I put it in him. So when he was in the beach, uh, he was playing with that ring. I didn't notice. I was um, with um, my sister-in-laws and all. And he was close to me anyways. But he played with the ring and he dropped it in the sea, the beach, in the water. Obviously, you know how the sands, you can't find it. Right? Then I turn around, he's praying. He's praying, Swami, because he comes to the size and he's praying so hard to Swami. I said, why? What happened? Then he said, no, Amma, I dropped my ring in the water. Then I said, I'm asking, I'm praying Swami to help. You won't believe. Even I didn't realize. I was just coming out and, you know, what this kind of, you know, you dropped it like that, I think. These two men came and said, they are metal detectors. Anybody metal? I have never seen a metal detectors come on that sea side, right? Even now I go, I never see them. So they said, uh, then my son said, Amma, metal detectors, metal. What is this metal? I never heard of these kind of uh, people uh, goes around even. They came, found him the ring, got it. I didn't realize at that time, you know, how Swami respond to this innocent children's prayer is, is unimaginable. You know, that particular time the detectors had to come, I think even now, I don't know whether my son can remember that, but how I felt on that particular moment, I didn't feel it. But later I think about it, it's something, you know, how Swami respond. Because I'm asking what you're doing. I'm praying to Swami. That's all he said. And then all he said, why are you praying now? No, I lost my ring. <laughs> And the metal detectors only able to find, no one would have been able to find it. And that particular moment, Swami, now even I think that uh, the incident, and I think, Swami, you're so loving. Every single person he's looked after. You know, that is something you cannot describe that even in a words. That's yet to experience it. Some of the Swami's. Uh, uh, Things you cannot say in words. It's something. It's touch you, and it's all. It's always with you. That is one of the incident. The second incident also. Swami always take care of the devotees. You know, sometimes you forget. Even he won't forget you. That type of um, 
experience you will feel it sometime and he's he's taking care of more than we expect from him um that we don't realize sometime my dad lived with me in canada for 20 years and last 5 years he felt like is uh, really need the whole day attention where i go to work my sister is not working and uh, but only thing she is 500 kilometers away montreal then she said i will uh, take care of him and uh, so because my dad lived with me for 20 years i felt so bad but i left him there Give me a second, please. And three months ago, he passed away. But uh, for some reason, in during this pandemic time, I didn't get a chance to see him. But uh, I shouldn't have started with the story. Yeah, but. Um, but uh, or during uh, i got a vacation uh, july then i said my husband we have planned to go to a different cottage in um, august then i was telling my husband no i wanted to go and see my dad and then i never go and stay with my sister for like uh, more than two days because i had to come back you know you have your home responsibilities and also i said my my husband also said okay then you go so how we are going to meet up said you can you can come and meet me up in montreal we'll go from there kind of and made an arrangement and some reason i never i took my because online i'm working right so i took my uh, work computer and left and i stayed with him for 10 days i never planned this trip at all for some reason i got a vacation i said no no this time i want but we had another vacation already planned and i never planned this trip and i went and uh, during that period of time my birthday also came i celebrated with him then all of a sudden um, we were um, about to come back to toronto in a week time and he got um, some uh, digestion problem admitted to the hospital he passed on the following day but swami allowed me to stay with him serve him look after him i was so content that is all by swami it's is is for me is uh, you know nothing within you it's all to swami to drive you to you know when you believe on that that's what he always will be there for you and he will take care you don't need to look for him once you have the full faith on him he is there to there for you to take care of you that's how i see it thank you brother thank you for letting me to share these two stories thank you saira that was a uh, very very touching uh, sister runa and one can feel the grace and the compassion of mother sai showered upon you and 
your family. So, Sister Runa, what does Sai Baba mean to you today? Sai, you know, as a human, how you want to live your life, how to bring your values within you, it's automatically happens when you connect to Swami. Obviously, you will bring out your good, uh, Swami will bring out the inherent divinity within you. Without your knowledge, when you follow him. And always you will have a love for God all the time within you. And that will prevent fear of sin. You won't get there. That's how I see this. When you connect to Swami, um, that's um, something you will enjoy your life. Because I think these two things, everything in, the, in your mind, even anything goes in your life, you will connect to the source and understand this is something happening with this will. Take it. So see what is the positive thing you learn from it. So this all with the connection of Swami happens. Thank you, brother. <laughs> so Sister Runa, you know, many devotees, they see Swami as their mother, their father, their friend, their guru, their God. And your devotion to him, what is the relationship like? Brother Simon, he's everything. He's everything. It's more than my life. That's the way I look at it. Because I don't think of a life without him. Without his thinking. It's everything process through him. That's how I see it. Anything I'm thinking even, even with the dealing with the children, even I'm thinking what Swami will say. What Swami would say. That's how I would say. For anybody denying even if Swami will like it. Okay. So I connect everything, the pro every thinking I will process through Swami. With a yes or no, pay no gain. Whatever I'll process through him. So it's keep me always with that thought that's always keep you happy at any time, any point of time. And the peace of mind always will be there because every you have no other intention. So that's how I move my life. So that's how I um live my life uh, i don't know i would be the person now i am without him not because of words these comes right this is the real uh, how you uh, feel it right? sometimes your uh, anything thinking also you think swami 
even the thinking goes wrong swami sorry even for the thinking i will say you know i shouldn't have think like that because that's itself will have a consequences i have pay i have experienced it so therefore thinking if i make it wrong even i will think about it so uh, um, swami's life is uh, really swami showed in his life also so much that uh, that every time in your life you can experience, you can connect to him no swami is uh, not uh, as he said you love my uncertainty that's true you love that too have to love the uncertainty too because everything moves with him and uh, i never believe swami is in um, only that form but i love that form but swami is everywhere he is omnipresent he is omnipotent omniscient all you feel it right that's uh, you cannot sometimes say people about these kind of things because if that state of mind or what they are thinking sometimes we don't connect to understand so you have to know when to say it not to say everyone is in the progress right or they need time so you have to understand that side too so swami is everything so sister runa the feeling i get based on what you've shared is that you interact and include swami in every aspect of your life you ask for his guidance his approval and that is such an important practice to keep him with you during your day talking to him building that inner relationship with that inner side that is so important and then using his teachings to guide you and to inspire you to do what is right and what is pleasing to him and i think it is such a very good practice to keep him uppermost you know in your mind the name of god on your tongue and the form of god in your heart it's such a, a lovely practice that you have put into practice to maintain that contact with him so sister runa as you've just alluded to all of us are works in progress the mere fact that we have taken a physical form means that there's karmas to be worked out there's a journey that we are all on the spiritual path to connect to that inner divinity and manifest it in thought word and deed so how has practicing the teachings of swami impacted and continue to impact and transform your life on a daily basis because i love so much swami because uh, you know then you want 
then fear for sin is comes with that. So whatever you do with the love, you drive, derive happiness, peace in your mind all the time. Okay? What is transpired on that particular incident is different. But you have for fear, fear of sin because of you have the love for God. Your intention always will be good. You intention, you intentionally you won't do anything wrong or something bad. So if that action is wrong, even but there will there will be a, some some somebody will come and direct you. No, you have done this thing wrong. Somebody comes and tells me. So it's always the protection is there. That's how I see it. When you have, it's, it's all flow with that. Your love and the fear, then the, when you do things, you get the happiness and peace. Then um, even if you do wrong, without any intention, then always the protection is there. That's how I see it. That's it goes along. So I always think, okay, then how you arrive the mm, love for God? I always think, how God is everywhere. How only with the selfless service. So what is selfless service? I always think people say without um, uh, you do things without any return. What did that means again? That is mean you have to be content. Content with your service. What is contents again? It's again related to the peace and happiness. While you are serving or doing something, you have to drive the... Then with that, again Swami will be there. So it's, it's connected all the time. But uh, when you think in, in depth only, uh, I always think, what is this selflessness? So what is that at the end we have to drive? Not forget or we don't expect return. That's that's one thing. What is that means again? Not expect return mean what? When you don't expect return, or when you are happy with that sir. Like that, you know, Swami's the love for God itself will take you everywhere. So that's why I connect my Swami and keeping in my life. Thank you, brother. So, Sister Aruna, very, very nice, lovely sharing. You've been in the organization for the last 19 years. You were born in Sri Lanka and now you reside in Canada for a number of years. You've held many positions in the organization. Chairperson of the Parents' Council, Education Coordinator, Regional Education Coordinator, President of the Center, Regional President. And now you are the President of the Sri Satyasai Global Council Canada. How have you used being an office bearer? How have you used that office to become a better devotee in terms of serving and loving Swami? 
Every opportunity is given by Swami. It's for your own transformation. That's not the word. Yes, it's a transformation for yourself. Really, you are the one benefiting by doing the service. We sometimes we say, oh, we're serving others. No, you're serving yourself. Even time we are spending, it's not for others, it's for yourself. And understand Swami all the time. So every role is given me to um, more accommodative, more understanding, more lovingly. Even people say against anything even, I would say, Swami, you have given this knowledge for me to understand. The person didn't understand. That's okay. Anything anybody says even, against even, I will understand. Swami, you have given me to at least realize this. At least understand the other person. I thank that time too. So, anybody try to uh, hurt me even, I, I would say, that is because without that, they understand. So, by passing these, all these roles, allow me to more flexible, more understanding, more accommodative. Now, in this position, I always say, we're supposed to be accommodative. Anybody ask anything, we'll find a way. Always we can find a way. And if, if anybody says, oh, this went wrong, any, without any intention, if you do it wrong, we always can correct it. Always the intention is supposed to be pure. That's what I emphasize on. Anything can be fixable. That is nothing. Swami would be there to guide you. Believe on that. But Swami also like if you do anything goes on, if you do it with your heart, He's always there to help you. So that is the mindset. It's able for me to even can serve Swami's devotees, not our devotees. Swami's devotees to my content. It gives me the contentment always that I drive the happiness and peace with that. Thank you, brother. Very nice sharing, uh, Sister Aruna. And why is it important from your perspective to remain connected to Prashanti Nilayam? Prashanti Nilayam is Swami has chosen that place. So that's as a devotee is in order to understand the spiritual, oh, what Swami has taught, you have to go and visit what Swami has done. Follow the footprint. In order to follow the footprint of Swami, footpath of Swami, it's really important for us to connect to Bhakti. Not only that, in Swami released a permanent charter in 1984. And in that charter, Swami has said, you always be connected to Central Trust. There's no other question. We don't need to question Swami's words. You be connected. 
then you will be connected to Swami. Thus, trust could be with anybody, even with the beggar, even with the thief. That's not your question. You follow Swami's words. It could be with anybody. And Swami's Prashanti Nilayam, every single thing tells you the spiritual, something behind of it. And just for an example, leaving us shoes out for slippers, the food we are out means you, you leave your dirt out. Don't bring it inside. Why the men's are wearing white shirt? I was thinking to myself the other day, somebody complained, this person is talking against something. I said, you know, there are so many people talking about good things. That's the white. The little black, you take it out and move on. You don't want it to stick with that. That's, that's why Swami is asking to wear and clean it. So that practice, we're supposed to have it in moving with Swami. Always you will come across. You won't be, this today is not going to end, right? And today is the problem on end. And um, some people talk and there's a hurt. Always there's a, something comes on to you. Take it out and move on. So every simple action, every practice in Prashanti gives you a, some kind of learning to practice for your own spirit upliftment, own spiritual upliftment. So that's mean you visit to reach to a level to connect to Swami there. Thank you, brother. Sister Rona, you are a working person. Yes. You have a family. Yes. You have a husband, you have a home. But especially in the workplace, you are in the banking sector. Yes. How have you been able to integrate human values within your sphere of responsibility in the workplace? I that comes to my mind, Swami is teaching all the time because I am an underwriter uh, of mortgage underwriter. So when I'm uh, approving the deal, I'm happy. But declining the deal, I always think about the consequences, what I'm doing here. Um, am I making the right decision? So I will connect again with my teachings. So it's not applicable only working place. Even with the meetings, anybody is, says anything, even it, if it doesn't go with the um, ethic or moral, I always stand for it and say, you know, that's not right to do that way. And if any anything comes along, the even the colleagues ask for help or anything, um, it's always, um, you will be connecting, as, as I mentioned before, you will process through Swami, everything. So, okay, uh, when they ask for like to work late and or finish, even if I cannot finish my work, I, I always pray, Swami, today make me to finish it work early. <laughs> yeah, then only I can go for this and that. But you won't believe I will get some more rather get it done. So, and my, any kind of uh, 
things I do, I be honest with everything at working place. So I don't want to uh, say any kind of lie at that point or those kind of things. It comes to you automatically. But you will face with your truth. You will face the consequences. But at the end, they always turn out to good. So you be follow all the time. Not Swami's uh, uh, thing is in a particular time to follow. It's, uh, it's whole lifetime. It's, uh, it's not during your working day you do work. Uh, that time also Swami is there. <laughs> uh, one day I, uh, um, I couldn't, uh, I did a wrong approval, right? Um, I'm praying Swami, I don't know how to fix it. You won't believe that deal with will get cancer for some reason. So, like that, uh, he's everywhere. That tells you, Swami is everywhere. Not only for me, everyone who really feel that way, that Swami would be with everyone. So, sister, that is really, really inspiring and amazing how you have been able to incorporate Swami into every aspect of your life and even in the business world because as you know Swami says politics without principles education without character business without morality is not only useless but it's positively dangerous and you've been able to day by day incorporate and infuse those values by connecting with inner Swami, having the conversations with him, asking questions to ensure that you do what is right, what is dharmic, and what is pleasing to the Lord. And that is really inspiring. Thank you, brother. So, sister, so you live in the Western world. And Swami has said, when you come to Puttaparthi, he said there are no, basically, not too much tests and challenges because you're already in a conducive environment. There's Omkar, there's Suprabhatam, there's meditation. You meet devotees from all over the world. There's Darshan. Everything is conducive to spirituality. So you can maintain a state of calm and bliss and peace. But he says the true test is for you to take that prashanti wherever you may go in the world, in your job, in your family, in the society. Has that been difficult for you to be in the world but not of it? And what methods have you used to maintain that contact with Swami during your daily working life especially? Brother, since the go to sleep, get up in the morning, always with Swami. So there is no where to remember him. He is with, you know, there is no word of like remembering him. When you forget, only you remember. He has nothing to forget him, okay? Because I feel there is nothing without Swami. There is nothing you can do. Even though to start work, well, I'm late, Swami Swami, I'm late. <laughs> like that, I will start. 
I want to finish. I wanted to get to this uh, meeting like that. So everything you are connecting. So even I'm cooking, I'm thinking, oh, I have to cook fast. I have to get into this. So you are not missing him anyway, but to uh, just to remember him. So remember is something is it won't come to you when you constantly are thinking of him. And I don't see without him anything. I don't want to see with like a walking even. I think of Swami and go coming. But once uh, you know, that's how I rem there's no remembering. That's why I keep my Swami. <laughs> so I don't wanted to say remember, remember, I mean I have forgot somewhere, Swami. No, I don't want that. I don't want to forget him for a second even. Thank you, Brother Saira. So very beautiful and wonderful that that contact you have with Swami, living in him, for him, with him. It's such a blessing. Very beautiful indeed, sister. And sister, again, you, we live in a society that is not conducive to our spiritual development. In the business world, there's a lot of immoral things based on greed, lust for power, for position, for making more money. So many people out there, in order to achieve their ends, they do a lot of adharmic things. Swami has said that he has come to make the world a better place, to create a better society, to have a more loving, a more peaceful, a more unified world. So from your understanding of Swami's teachings, from your practicing of it, and the various positions you've held in the organization, what are some of the recommendations do you feel are needed so that each one of us can contribute to making the world a better place. Brothers, as Swami said, there's no form and name. Swami, we are calling Sai Baba. Right? Swami, in when you practice the human value, is there. Any, any values. If you practice love, Swami is there. So we are giving a name only, but Swami in every form. As long as they follow that, you know, they are they are connecting to Swami. That's how I look at it. Any religion, any race, anybody, only the basic human values, that's itself God. That's itself Sai. That's how I look at it, everyone. Anybody presenting something also, I will look at it, okay. It's presenting something. The Swami is there, kind of. Like that only I connect. So that's the advice I will say to others also. You know, don't look at it in the point of the name, not color. Don't look at any differentiation. Don't compare. Just see the person is doing from heart. Anything, just love it. That is right. Thank you. So, sister, you know, an interesting point as you were 
sharing. Swami says there is unity and diversity. But when we look around in the society, we see a lot of separateness. You know, my wife, my children separate from another person's spouse or children. We see vehicles, buildings, you know, separate. There's a sense of I am here and that is there. And to come to terms with unity in diversity and divinity permeating everything. Sometimes it can be very challenging to experience that divinity and to see the divinity that is within you in everything around you. How, how then have you been able to practice seeing Swami in everything and incorporating Him in everything in your life? Brother, Swami is in you everything. That you will realize it. You know, looking at a person, you say, okay, this person is rough. But he has something which I don't know. I don't want to judge him. That's how I will say. Because Swami has said, I am in everything. Believe it. He is there. But only thing the... He didn't realize that person is not presenting himself like that. That's all. Other than that, you don't need to say anything. You don't need to just leave on because that's, uh, he has time to come to that. Move on and you will see the people you wanted to meet. And uh, if people are ready to talk about this kind of spirituality, then you can talk. Otherwise, connect with the regular world as fact. The love, truth, that's a basic five memory. Connect with that. That is Sai. That is Sai. That's all. You don't put a um, name, name and form which Swami has given to us. That we preserve within us. Within us, Swami. You don't share it with the people who don't know. I don't want anybody to talk about my Swami. That is for me. That's how I chase every moment with him. But that I can connect with him with the values. A, per, a person has values, then I will say that Swami's name. That's how I connect. Oh, this person has this value. Oh, yes. Swami's aspect is there. Attributes are there. Like that only I will look at the person. Thank you, brother. So, Sister Aruna, it has been an absolute joy, a pleasure and an honor having you as our guest on this evening's program. The Sri Satya Sai Global Council expresses gratitude and appreciation to you for taking the time to share your personal journey to Swami. I know we as, as the viewers have been inspired by your sharing. May Bhagwan Sri Satya Sai Baba continue to bless and guide you and may you continue to be a loving instrument in his divine mission. You need to unmute. It's all Swami's grace. I able to share my experience of Swami with you. Yes, Swami, thank you for this opportunity to share your 
blessings and grace. Thank you, Saira.